Our theme today is a family Christmas. You see, the second greatest gift God gave to man was family. In the very beginning of time, God made man. But soon after man was created, God said, it's not good for man to be alone. So he made woman. And in a matter of time, children were born to this couple. God gave Adam a family. Now, God's plan was for a perfect family. One man married to one woman and them producing children. A family that that begins with once upon a time and ends with and they lived happily ever after. But if you'll read the Bible and read the story, man totally messed up God's plan. Through the sin of Adam and Eve in the garden, the perfect family became totally imperfect. And and today's family looks nothing like the original family. Today we have the traditional family, but we also have blended families. We have single parent families, and the list goes on and on and on. But even though God's perfect pattern for the family has been altered, family still has the potential to be an incredible asset to our lives. Well, we're in the Christmas season, and no other time of the year is more geared toward family than this particular season. This season of the year can can bring with it joy, and it can bring laughter, and it can bring fun, and it can bring good times. But for some, this season can also bring sadness and tears and pressure and pain. As we address our theme for today of a family Christmas, there are three things that I want to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about, and that is I want to talk about the challenges of Christmas. Yes, Christmas is awesome. Oh, oh, as wonderful as it is, and yet it can bring with it many challenges. First of all, the financial challenge. See, most people live paycheck to paycheck. They, they are either barely making it or like the average American is today, they are spending 10% more than they are making and then Christmas comes along. Christmas with all of its demands, parties and presents and financial pressure. And for most people, Christmas is no longer about celebrating the birth of Jesus, but it is all about celebrating the season itself. The person of the season has been replaced with the pressures of the season. And one of the greatest pressures is the financial pressure. American marketers have turned Christmas into the largest revenue stream for retailers of the entire year. Most retailers couldn't survive without the revenue that comes in during the Christmas season. Advertisers bombard us day after day, hour after hour, with ads that demand that we spend money that we do not have for things that we do not need on people that we do not even like. (laughs) Undue pressure is placed on us to keep up with our family and our friends in the amount we spend. On the presents. There's even a name for it. We call it gift exchange. But I ask you, is that not an oxymoron? 
Are we really giving anything at all if we are just swapping presents of equal value? We're talking about the financial challenge of Christmas. Keeping up with the Joneses can be a real challenge. Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12 that it is unwise to play the comparison game. I would encourage you to be wise financially during the Christmas season. Don't allow yourself to become sucked into all of the commercialization of Christmas, which brings with it financial challenges. Instead, I would encourage you to be creative. Find some ways to make lasting family memories that will not bankrupt you. Truth of the matter is, the kids are going to set the toys aside and play with the boxes anyway. Second challenge of Christmas is the family challenge. Family challenge. Fussing families and split families and blended families, especially, are extremely challenged at this time of the year. Which side of the family gets to celebrate on Christmas Day? Who gets Christmas Eve or some other day to celebrate? Some split and blended families fuss over where the kids are going to be staying during the Christmas holiday. Even the very best of families has that one strange uncle who always shows up and is always bringing drama with him. Maybe for your family, it's an aunt. The family challenge. Answering the logistical questions of who, what, and where. Oh, a family Christmas sounds so good in theory. In reality, it can produce many challenges. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 7. It describes just a few of the many challenges that come along with family. Well, our theme today is a family Christmas. We've talked just a little bit about the challenges of of Christmas as it relates to the family. Let me talk just a little bit about, about the choice. The choice of Christmas. When it comes to the family and Christmas time, we have two choices. The first choice is to help. We could choose to help. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse number 1, the Bible says that a wise person will build their house, but the foolish will tear it down with their own hands. Let me ask you this morning, are you building your home or are you tearing it down? Are you an asset to your family or are you a liability? Romans 12 and 18 says, As much as it depends on you, live peaceably with everyone. Here's what I know, and that is you can't control others, but you can control yourself. When it comes to family and Christmas, especially in blended and, and split and broken families, you know, what the, you know what the hot buttons are, so don't push them. You know where the drama is, so don't go near it. Be a help. As much, the Bible says, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably. And hear me this morning, much does depend on you. See, it's hard to argue and it's hard to fuss. It's hard to have drama with someone who will not reciprocate. 
Talking about the choice of Christmas. You have to. First of all, your first choice is you can choose to help. Second choice, you can choose to hinder. In Proverbs 11 and 29, in the Living Bible, it says the fool, the fool who provokes his family to anger and resentment will finally have nothing worthwhile left. Oh. Here's what we need to understand. At the end of the day, it's people. And not possessions and not positions and not property. It's people. It's people and only people that have the the ability to bring fulfillment and true value to your life. If you are a hindrance to your family, if you are the constant source of drama in your family, I'm telling you this morning, the day will come when you will totally regret it. Stop demanding your rights and just do what's right. I said stop demanding your rights and simply do what's right and do what's best for your family. My wife and I are not perfect parents. I'm not trying to... give that illusion, but my wife and I make absolutely no demands on our family. Of course we want to be with our family at Christmas time. It's Christmas time, and we want our family around us, but it doesn't have to be Christmas Day. See, both of our kids are married. Both of our kids have kids of their own. Both of our kids have in-laws, and these in-laws need and want their time and their attention just as much as we want it. And then they have, they have to have time to celebrate with their own children, to create their own family traditions and their own family memories, have their own family drama. And we understand this. We understand this. And so we don't try to make our kids feel guilty if they can't come on Christmas Day. Just give us a day. Just give us a day. Doesn't have to be Christmas Day. Doesn't have to be the 25th. Just give us a day. Because it's not about the particular day. It's about spending time together. And when you are together as a family, as much as it depends on you, and much does depend on you, it depends on what you say and what you don't say, what you do and what you don't do, which buttons you push and which buttons you know not to push. As much as it depends upon you, live peaceably, create an atmosphere. Peace. Don't demand your rights. Just do what's right. Ask yourself, am I a blessing or am I a burden to my family? Our theme today is a family Christmas. Christmas should be a great family time, and it it can be, but it will require a lot of work, and it will require a lot of predetermination. All right, we've talked about the challenges of Christmas. We've talked about the choice of Christmas. Let's let's talk about Christmas, what it's all about, and that is the Christ of Christmas. Make sure that Jesus remains the main focus in your family this Christmas. 
John 3.16 says that, that God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. What did he give? He gave his one and his only son. That whoever would believe upon him would, would not have to perish but could have everlasting life. 2 Corinthians 9 and 15 says, Thank God for his gift. His gift that is too wonderful for Matthew 1 and 21, and she, speaking of Mary, will give birth to a son, and his name shall be called Jesus, and and he will save his people from their sins. Talking about the Christ of Christmas. Christ literally means anointed one. Jesus was anointed by his Father to be the Savior of the world. He was the greatest gift ever given. And he became the greatest giver. John 15 and 13 says, Greater love has no man than this, than a man would lay down his life for his friends. The greatest gift became the greatest giver. Romans 5 and 8 says, God demonstrated his own love toward us. How did he do that? In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Don't forget Christ this Christmas. Don't lose him among the tinsel and the tree. Don't lose him among the parties and the presents. Don't lose him among the fun and the festivities. I challenge you. Read the Christmas story before you open the presents. Take a moment. Take a moment and thank Jesus for being willing to to leave heaven and to leave all of its glory and come to this earth with all its problems. To come here not to live but to die. Not to be welcomed and celebrated, but to be rejected and scorned. To be born in total obscurity. To live under a cloud of suspicion. To be tried and convicted and sentenced to death for a crime he did not commit. But he did it willingly. He did it lovingly. He did it voluntarily. This is the Christ of Christmas. Our theme today is a family Christmas. I ask you this morning, will you help or hinder the atmosphere of your family Christmas? I can remember growing up as a kid. I can remember gathering at Grandma's house where all the aunts and the uncles and the cousins and everyone would gather. And I can remember, even to this day, remembering how how wonderful it was to go to Grandma's house and how wonderful that it was and the sweet atmosphere that my Grandma created until Aunt so-and-so showed up. Are you Aunt so-and-so? Are you that wacky uncle? We all have one. Don't, don't gouge anybody. 
Will you be a help? Or will you be a hindrance? What will the atmosphere be like at your house? Will you focus on what you get or what you're able to give? Jesus said it is more of a blessing to give than it is to receive. I remember as a kid, I did not get that scripture. I thought if that's the case, then give, give, give. Come on, I want you to be blessed. Give it to me. But I've come to agree with it. The joy of giving. I want to conclude with this today. Perhaps your family is less than ideal. Perhaps you are experiencing some real struggles in this area of family. Perhaps you have lost a close family member and there will be an empty seat at the table this year. There will be two empty seats at my house this year. It'll be my first Christmas ever to walk through it without my mom and my dad. Jesus wants to be your family. He wants to be your family. He wants to fill up that empty place in your heart. That empty place that no one can fill but him. My question to you today is, will you let him? Will you let him? Lord, I just pray that you'll take this little short message today, these few words. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will do your work today. In Jesus' name. As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed all over this room today. The purpose of of the child Jesus was to grow up and to become the Savior of the world. And he did just fine.